Boom. All right. Recording is in progress. All right, fellas. And so with that, let's begin with Thursday night football. Uh, let's talk the Giants and Washington football teams in which uh, the football team defeated the bad luck. Let's eat this ale. Uh, New York Giants 30-29 by final drive uh, by a very impressive game, y'all, by Mr. Taylor Heineke that led to a game-winning field goal that barely went through the uprights on the second time to clinch the game. And so, as usual, uh, we will begin with you, Mr. Goodman. Uh, any thoughts from this game? Yes. Uh, I'm going to start with Washington. We're going to start with the good side here, and then I'm, I'm going to just go ham on uh, the Giants here. But, <laughs> right. Mr. Heineke, I mean, hey, I mean, let's see, 336 yards passing, two TDs, one N.O., um, you know, after the first quarter, he settled down and, you know, started to play like he was a like a six, seven, eight year vet out there, um, you know, in the playoffs last year when he like, you know, just ha happened to start that playoff game. You know, it wasn't playing. I mean, we, we saw that he did. You know, he, he, he was really well. He played really well against Tom Brady. So it's not too surprising. But the fact that he did what any I, I feel like any you know, quarterback without experience should do. One, you know, after the turnover, he, and, he you know, he protected the ball. Check. Uh, he found he found a security blanket in Logan Thomas a few times. Check. Uh, mm -hmm. Check down to, to his running back, J.D. McKissick, a lot of times. Check. Used the running game at times. I wish they used it a little bit more with Antonio Gibson. Check. And more importantly, the most important thing, he found his best receiver 11 times. Right. For 107 yards and a touchdown. And mm. some of those throws were impressive. Some, you know, was a little eh, but for the most part, he had an excellent game, in my opinion. Yeah, Washington's man. Washington's defense, I don't know, man. Like, they're they supposed to be a lot better than what they are. But then again, it's a division game. So I'm giving them, eh, I'm, I'm waiting for one more week before I'm starting to make a real assumption about them. Now, yeah. for, the, for the Giants, bro. Look, I, I so let's go back to the draft. What before, matter of fact, before the draft, what, I said that they needed an offensive tackle, they they needed offensive lineman, they needed something. Mm -hmm. So they they did us a favor and you know they traded with us. They ended up getting Kadarius Tony, mm -hmm. who for, for two games of his career, he has two catches for minus two yards. Wow. He's almost a bigger bust than um, Kevin White. Y'all remember him? Well, let's not let's not even speak <laughs> to him right now. But it, it, it's the fact that you already have um, Sterling Shepard. You already have Darius Slayton. You have Evan Ingram at tight end. You sign Kyle Rudolph. You sign Kenny Galladay, and you yep. still draft another wide receiver instead of fixing up the offensive line. That that's that's the first thing I want to point out. Second, they got receivers galore, at least on paper. Yes, and you draft on another paper. one instead of instead of you know helping out the line. Because Saquon Barkley, as you see, if he gets open space, he is man, he is something special. He is one of my favorite running backs. But it's like between the Giants' toxic organization and them not protecting the man and him and his health is like, what can you do? Yeah, I mean Daniel Jones. I mean he played. I mean, he, he, he played, uh, I guess, better than I thought he would. I mean, he, he you know, 95 yards on the ground, rushing touchdown. Yeah, uh, he's really nice on, like, um, 
you get like uh what, what's the play, Jamal? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Well, you get Saquon running this way, and then Daniel just go on the opposite side and and, and you know do that quarterback run. And he had yeah, a that touchdown, read remember? RPO. He had right that read option. He had that touchdown, but they you know turned it around because they was the offensive line, of course. Of course. And you know, Daniel Jones, uh, he's like a broken clock to me. You know, he's right twice a day, so he he had his good game for the season. I mean, but but him and Galladay arguing on the sideline, and then the 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 offside, they could have won the game, and then it just it, it's I, I don't want to say the word, but it's 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 bad. It's really bad, and I I don't know, man. They they are like you were saying, maybe the accident waiting to happen, like Stephen A. Smith be saying about the Cowboys, because. It's it's pathetic. It's, yeah, maybe it's the NFC least. I don't know, man. Jay, uh, good morning, brother. Any thoughts from this game? Yeah, um, like you were saying, I, I agree with a lot of what Jamar was saying. As far as the Washington Redskins go, like they uh, put on a pretty good game. Heineke came out looking pretty stout for a guy who hasn't had many starts. I know he's come in a lot of uh, injury opportunities. Mm-hmm. But yeah. fun fact, I think he's one of very few Redskins quarterbacks to throw over 300 yards and like their absolute like first legit start. Mm-hmm. So that's something to kind of look out for because they've never had really a, a great quarterback. We're not sure what he looks like now because he's still in that early phase, but he, he looked pretty good coming out. He uh, One thing I did notice that he could have did just a tad bit more. He, he didn't scramble as much during that game versus his past games. Right, right. He kind of right. kept it reserved for some reason. Like he didn't want to kind of kind of put himself in an opportunity to turn that ball over. He uh, was running, handing it off to more so Antonio Gibson. But I did notice one thing. He, he did have a, a, a great chemistry with Terry McLaren. Like he's double digit targets. What do you have uh, about 11 catches? Mm-hmm. Of that yeah, yeah Terry McLaurin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he it, that's something to look out for. That's I know a lot of people are looking for that 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 one guy that you may kind of find, you know, in that uh, fantasy little dumpster. That's somebody that I feel like is being overlooked right now. That's somebody to kind of add to the team if you didn't have before. That's a guy to look out for on the waiver wires. And in terms Absolutely. of like the the defense. Yeah, so so quickly, sure. really quickly, Javon. I don't know if you know, but Jamar Goodman and Deshaun Reed uh, Jr., they have a podcast as well. So the early morning sports talk podcast is Saturday morning at 7. Destination Fantasy, which is fantasy football, is uh, on Sunday morning at 7 a.m. as well. And so if you want to do fantasy, you need advice, you want to get on the show, that's your man, Mr. Jamar Goodman. Absolutely. Sounds like a great opportunity. I look forward to it, man. Appreciate that. And um, (laughs) great plug. (laughs) And in terms (laughs) of Washington's defense, like Jamar was saying, for some reason they tend they tend to be like taking a step back. Of course, they have Chase Young. Defensive line is going to be the defensive line, but the secondary, for some reason, it's it's not really holding together. You got if you look for the past two opportunities they had to showcase any talent there, a lot of wide receivers eight pretty good if you go back and look and I don't mean top guys I don't mean number ones I mean pretty much every receiver that was on the field got some good yardage with a very minimal opportunity 
So I think that that's something to look out for. They need to kind of shore up their secondary. Um, I, I think that's pretty much where, as far as they go, they just need to fix their defense, which is everyone thought would be the strong point of, the, of their team this year. Exactly. Giants, it's what can we say about the Giants? What can we say about the they do Giants? have a bit of that Cowboys feel going, but they don't have a Dak Prescott. Yeah, they do. They have a Danny Dimes. <laughs> That's a big problem there. Mm-hmm. Danny Dimes don't have protection. Offensive line is horrible. Now, receivers, of course, you got Darius Slayton, pretty good guy. Shepard taking major steps. Looking a lot bigger than what he looked when he came into the league. And then, of course, you got Kenny Galladay. Stud. I don't think there's much need to be said about Kenny Galladay. The difference is he doesn't have staff now. You got Danny Dimes. That's the biggest, that's the biggest setback he 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 needed to think about when he signed. Wait, what's the thing. difference? What's the difference in having staff and Danny Dimes? Uh, I don't get it. Here you go. Well, I mean, like. Here you Time go. Out. I, I, what, what's Brandon, really I couldn't quite hear like, that. My, I think my microphone went out for a second. I think you said, what's the difference between Stafford and Danny Dyer? Yeah, go. man. Is that possible? Like, you you like see what Staff- I got to put up with? Stafford, Stafford and Detroit, like, what is really the difference between Stafford and Detroit and, and Danny Dimes? The organizations both are terrible. They both find ways to make things go wrong. So I don't really see a difference, bro. Individual player, not organization. You go back and look at all Stafford's throws. You have even on record Aaron Rodgers saying, oh, and Stafford gets disrespected way too much. You go back and look at his throws, he makes throws just like me and Mahomes make. All those little uh, backyard throws and, and, and cross, the, cross the chest, cross the field, Stafford makes those. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers says this. I didn't say that. Aaron Rodgers said this. Oh, you have that Rogers. bad man Aaron Rodgers saying that. In the words of Stephen A. You have that bad man saying that. <laughs> I think it's something to kind of to kind of kind of look out for, man. So with that okay. being said, Danny Dines is definitely a bit of a downgrade. And yeah. then you have that, that uh Giants defense. Giants defense is always Giants defense. I don't think that's gonna change anytime soon. They're going to be middle of the pack at best. They're going to have those few opportunities where they showcase some good defense. I think when they catch teams kind of kind of sleeping at the wheel, they'll come out and kind of kind of hold right. down a few games, keep keep mm-hmm. a few teams to about seventeen to twenty. But that's still relatively enough points to be beaten every single game for the Giants. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Jay, this is a great analysis, man. Uh, solid. Uh, and when it comes to uh, the New York Giants, they are the New York Giants. I mean, it's sad to see, like, ever since, like, those Super Bowl runs, ever since, you know, the great runs of 2007, 2011, and having a few, you know, years where they had Justin Tuck and those guys and Eli Manning getting those first-round buys, the Giants, I'll say for about the last eight, nine years, have just been – they've been terrible, man. Um, and Can you name really a defensive a player, Go star? Ahead. On the Giants, can you name a defensive star on the Giants? No, I can't. Nope. Uh, especially since Landon Collins left. Um, and so, yeah, you know, like the last great time the Giants was good, y'all, was when they was in the wild card game against Green Bay, remember, a couple years ago? And uh, OBJ went partying in Miami uh, when they were supposed to begin prepared to play uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. 
Um, and so this Giants organization, man, it's sad because the reason why we saying this, y'all, is because they were supposed to win that game. It, it really was no reason why the Giants should have lost that game. They lost that game simply because they find ways to lose games. Um, I mean, it was even a football guys being on their side to where they kicked the field goal uh, the first time and they uh, the Redskins missed. And so I'm like, all right, the Giants, you know, like <laughs> they got a chance again. And then the Giants found a way to lose the damn game and go offsides and just basically give the game away. In which the Giants all, I mean, the, 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 the Washington football team, they almost still lost the game too. And so the way I'm looking at it thus far, Jamar, from our first two weeks of looking at the NFC lease, it appears, and we're putting this out here in the early morning sports talk podcast, that the NFC lease is just going to be the NFC lease look like. Their only real hope to me might be the Philadelphia Eagles, but it's only one game, man. We will see. Other than that, this team and this division, there will be close games. They will be fighting it out, battling it out, because they're all evenly matched teams, and they will just find ways to probably be some of the worst teams in the football league, and, and, and you, you might have somebody that go to the playoffs that might be eight and nine, something like that. So um, I don't really expect much from this division. Um, it was a good football game, and it was competitive because it was the NFC least. they always competitive. But um, it, it, was, it was a lot of bad stuff in that game. But uh, shout-out to Thursday Night Football. Two great games in a row. Uh, maybe next week uh, we'll get a great game again. All right. So let's uh, continue to talk about this brother, Tana Haneke, because um, – there's questions out there about him, especially since uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick got injured. And so, Jamar, is there now reason to believe that Tyler Heineke can lead this team as a starting quarterback? I mean, I don't see why not. So far, I mean, he – first off, his teammates love him. Chase Young loves him. They support this man. They rally behind this man. Second, I mean, he – like I said, in the playoffs, he, he proven that you know, with little experience, if none whatsoever, to go out there and to hold his own against Tom Brady and the, uh, you know, eventual Super Bowl champion Bucks. I mean, he did his thing. I mean, the other night, I felt like he he definitely did more than enough for them to win. I mean, the defense maybe didn't hold their part for the most part, but I mean, he looks good. I, I mean, shoot, he. he I tell you what, he, he's better than number fourteen for our quarterback right now. I'll take him as a gamer over fourteen, <laughs> but we'll get into that in a few. <laughs> but no, I mean, I like it. I, I know there's, uh, you know, one guy out there that that you know we might like to see in that uniform. But for now, if if Heineke is the guy, I'm I don't have a problem with it. They might have a little better chance than what they had with Fitzpatrick. Who knows? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people have been dogging Taylor, Taylor Heineke. Um, I mean, let's not forget, he had a pretty damn impressive outing in the wild card uh, weekend last uh, year against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the eventual Super Bowl champions, and one of uh, the best defenses uh, last season um, with a lot of vets. And so um, one thing I noticed about this kid, Taylor Heineke, y'all, is he ain't afraid to pull that thing. He'll throw that ball like – right above your head and he'll do it without fear. He operates without fear. And that's one thing I see literally in his 
uh, game. And I see it in his face. I see it in his eyes. He ain't afraid to play the big game. He ain't afraid to let that thing ride. And he ain't afraid to take some risky throws in which it might appear that a defensive back might have a chance to get it, but they they generally tend to not get it. And so um, this kid can play some football, man. Um, and so uh, I know people out there disrespecting him, but I don't know, man. Like, might have a baller there. Javon, what you think? You think uh, the, the Redskins, you know, like, what, the Washington football team, uh, with this Tyler Heineke situation, you think uh, he can lead this team? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, one of a uh, few rookies or starters, fresh starters, to have that 300-yard game uh, for the Washington football team. I made that mistake earlier. Thank you for correcting. It's all good, man. <laughs> and then uh, in terms of that chemistry, like, like Jamar was saying, those guys love this guy. That's one of the biggest things you can have is chemistry in a locker room that goes along where you can be one of the best quarterbacks on the team in the NFL, go somewhere where the guys hate you, and it does not work out. He already has that box checked. Now, in terms of performance, I'm not sure about who's hating on him. Maybe they're not paying attention to what the young man's doing. First week in the NFL, uh, when uh, Fitzmagic went down, the guy came in, handled business. He actually had a 119 passer rating last week. Almost duplicated the exact same performance in terms of passer rating. He had like a 99, almost almost 100 passer rating. Of course, you've seen the yardage, as you've seen, 300-plus mm-hmm. touchdowns, things of that nature. And he has the ability to scramble. Uh, like I said, a lot of people underrate that. He just, for some reason, he did not do it last week. But if you go back and look, he has scrambled for 20-plus yards in every game he, he's played. And then he showed that ability to kind of step up in the playoffs against a Tampa Bay defense that's pretty stout, if I must say so myself. So if you can do that in the playoffs with that small amount of experience and, and still keep the ball pushing, moving forward with the opportunity to win the game, that's that's something to look forward to. A lot of people – that's that's understated. He did not have experience. They just kind of threw the guy into the fire, and he still was able to handle business and, and keep it within reason to try to win that game. I think Chase Young kind of kind of didn't do him any justice by saying, "Hey, we want Tom Brady," but you know that's that's neither here nor there. Right, right, right. Chase Young definitely. Um, I'm learning, um, y'all, that he's going to be very cocky. He's going to be Chase Young. What it appears. So I'm, I'm loving his confidence, you know, as long as the team, you know, go along with him and they got the W's to go along with it, then, you know, I mean, it is what it is, you know, but you, you, with that, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta have the W's to go along with it. So um, with that being said, fellas, let's talk about Cam Newton in this situation, because um, as I watch the game and I sit there and I look at Cam Newton and I just be like, damn, you know, like, this was the one good opportunity for him. Uh, was the football team? I mean, Ron Rivera, right? The head coach. I mean, they they got history in Carolina. You know, Cam Newton for me, y'all, just from an eye standpoint, ain't the worst quarterback out of all the thirty-two starting quarterbacks. I think he could be somewhere in the twenties, like you know, low twenties or something. Like Cam Newton is for me a starting quarterback in this football league. But he just keep y'all getting the bad end of the stick, and it's sad to see. And so with performances now like Taylor Heineke, it makes it a lot more difficult now for Cam. And so um, I'm just 
saying, Jamar, if you are the GM for the Redskins and you see the performance of Taylor Heineke, Jane, are you still going to reach out to Cam Newton? Do you play it by a week-by-week basis? What do you do in this case? Um, I mean, my, my thought is if they was going to reach out to him, they would have done so already. And I think the only thing, I think the only real obstacle that's stopping that from happening and with a lot of other teams is the fact, and they won't admit this, is the fact that he doesn't have his COVID shot. And, you know, if you happen to catch COVID, like your availability is a shot. If you're the backup quarterback, something happened to Heineke, you the backup, you catch COVID, they, you know, up, up, up creek. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just what it is. I think that's the I only that quarterback. Remember yeah. the Bears did that years ago? That was a shame. This wasn't even COVID. <laughs> this wasn't even COVID. This was years yeah. ago. Remember they had to start Marty Booker? Come on, man. <laughs> Come this on, is exactly man. what this made me think about. It's like, it's, 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 it's really, really sad, man. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, I think that's the only thing that's that's really stopping that phone call. Because between that and you already know with Rivera's health, I mean, that's that's you know, you're just asking for it. So, but yeah, if they was the the reach out to them, they would have done so already. Yeah, yeah, I can't see that really occurring. Uh, like you said, it's that that opportunity. Would have came a long time ago for Cam if that would have happened. As soon as he would have got released, they would have kind of thought about that, especially since he's an ex head coach. I think that ship has sailed because they've Ron Rivera already seen as far as like how far he can go with that. You, you've had the former MVP, you had an opportunity to win a championship, but you you weren't necessarily able to do so with Cam. Now, with, with Heineke balling the way he's been balling the past week or so, and then with that playoff experience. Yeah, I can't see Ron kind of doubling down on that, especially with Ron having those health complications that he's been having over the past couple yep. of years. Nah, he's not He's not going to risk that, man. That's a, that's a really good point. The fact that Ron Rivera has been having health issues himself. And, you know, you bring, you know, this guy without a shot, then it makes it a lot more dangerous for him. Um, damn, Cam, all you got to do is get the shot, bro, and, you know, you you be right back in the league. But, um, man, I guess this is a, a battle of pride. That's one thing about Cam. He got a lot of pride. It's very hey, obvious. Hey, he said don't feel sorry for him. So yeah. Seeing him running on that treadmill about a year ago, bro, he, he, yeah. he he's out to prove himself, man. I, I know he hasn't really gotten that fair shake, but I think it's a lot of, the, a lot of that stuff that's due to – no, getting the shot, staying healthy, right. staying on the right, field. Right, right, man. And it's sad, man, because Carolina, um, it was a great run for him. Um, Washington, I think, could have been a nice little run for him. Uh, but Cam, you know, kind of keeps shooting himself in the foot. But he said, like you said, Jamar, do not feel sorry for him. Um, there is life after football, and um, man, if Cam don't um get that shot, then you know. It might not work out for him, but, but I must say this, y'all, if things go down with, with Taylor Heineke, they might consider calling this man if he was to get the shot. If, you know how you would propose something, Jay, to somebody to say, this is for you if you do this. And so if Taylor Heineke does not do well, 
and this continues to go on, then, you know, this could be a possibility down the road to say to Cam, hey, man, um, you know, we're in the midst of an NFC lease battle. Um, you know, if you were to get the shot, we could bring you in, you know, so-and-so. And so that could happen. I mean, it's a long season uh, with 17 weeks now. And so um, there's a lot of football to be played. And so I won't necessarily say that it's completely over. It's a possibility, but at the end of the day, a lot of it rests on the shoulders of Cam Newton. What do you want, Cam? That's the question here. Yeah. All right. Cam's also alpha too. He needs to uh, kind of take a, a look in the mirror and, and know what his role is currently versus exactly. his MVP season. I know it's it's, it's only been uh, what has it been like maybe five years since his MVP season, but in NFL years, that that's a long time. Right. Especially right, for right, like. Right. Depending on your role, running backs is the average running back career spans with three, four years. So that's literally the span of an NFL running back's career already. That's facts, bro. That is facts. Um, he definitely needs to take a look in the mirror, um, especially if he wants to play in the football league again. Um, but, you know, Cam, that's always been his problem. You know, um, that alpha mentality, he don't want to really necessarily – get in line sometimes, but sometimes you got to get in line in order to get in line, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? A great leader in life oftentimes have to follow somebody. But Cam, I don't feel like he want to be that type. He just want to automatically be that, you know, dude. And um, that messes him up a lot. And so um, we'll see what happens going forward with him, man. Um, all right. Uh, let's talk about the Bears now. Uh, we've talked about the football team, the situation with Cam and all this. And so, Jamar Goodman, let's begin with you. Um, <clears throat> and so, with Jamar Goodman, with Anthony Walsh, these guys, they have been with you, Jay, um, to where they have consistently, okay, consistently taken up for Matthew Stafford, okay? They have taken up for this man all offseason, make him look like he's a football guy. And don't get me wrong, he looked fantastic out there. But I just have a thing in my mind of being a Bears fan and watching Matthew Stafford throw a lot of interceptions to us, us beating him a lot of games. Yeah, he had a few game-winning drives on him. Yes, he did. But for the most part, we have owned this man, and he has been very, very consistent, Jay, in getting garbage points. Garbage yards, game over, 37-20, and here comes Matthew Stafford. Make it 37-34, make it interesting, and up, you fall short. That's been a story of Matthew Stafford with the Detroit Lions. Maybe, of course, it's an organization thing. Now he's with the Rams, right? Boom. I mean, very first drive, I'm sitting there like, damn, damn, boom, like right off top, you know? Two bombs, you know? That's great. But I'm here to say on the early morning sports talk podcast, I'm not damn near impressed by Matthew Stafford because it was the Bears. And so that's my argument for this morning. I am not impressed by Matthew Stafford, Jay, because it was the damn Bears. Who can score against the Bears? Mitchell Trubisky in the preseason went down five straight drives, right, Anthony Walsh? Back me up here, Anthony. You at the game. You guys watch the game. I know I'm the only. I know I'm not the only one with eyes that see that anybody damn near can score against the Bears. I wouldn't be surprised 
if tomorrow Jay Burrow and the Bengals bang the Bears just because it's the Bears and just because it's that secondary and that defense that is abysmal. I don't know what has happened um, since the you know 2019 season where we had all that wonderful football, but since then the Bears defense has been terrible. Come on, y'all. Yep. Really. Really. Can, can somebody yeah. clip this? This really? is a hot take. Oh, can somebody clip this? Oh, I got somebody clip this. I'm, I'm gonna clip the reason why Matthew Stafford looked great. <laughs> it ain't Matthew Stafford. It's the Bears defense. Can, can, I am can keeping I? a close eye on Matthew Stafford as the season goes along, and especially they play against great teams with great secondaries, oh. and just sees what happens. All right, so I what, am not what, impressed by this what, performance. Because right. of the Bears' all right. secondary. All right, all right, all right. Hold on, time. Okay, so what? What's the question? Because I'm gonna interject and uh, call you out on something. But what? What? What's the question? What? What? What's the question here? I mean, the, the <laughs> we're, we're we're talking about we're talking about me here. Okay? okay, it was my time for making sense to the world on why I picked Andy Dalton and the Bears to beat the high powered Matthew Stafford and LA Rams. Oh, but okay. I. I, I overturned that on purpose okay. to talk about the Bears and their defense. Oh, okay, okay so but, but, but when it comes not. to this question, I'm not necessarily focused on it. I will get to it shortly, but I just want to state to the world that the Bears' defense is the reason why Matthew Stafford looked like a pro bowler out there, although he probably will <clears> make <throat> pro bowl because he got a lot of weapons. I mean, damn near mm-hmm. – Anybody can make the Pro Bowl with all them weapons in LA. Okay, so, um, all right, so really, go, go, I guess go ahead, go ahead and get to on. the question because because when because when I speak, I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna get you on something that that you kind of contradict yourself on, but but go ahead. What, what's 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 the question? Our thoughts on the game? You want you want our thoughts? Oh, you know what? I'm a I'm a no no. Chill for a second, bro. All right. <laughs> let's 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 do the WTH moment, all right? All right. This is the hashtag what the hell moment on the early morning sports talk podcast. And I proudly say that I had the what the hell moment myself, Philip Price. I had the what the hell moment last week when we were excited to pick the Chicago Bears, even though we knew damn near in our heart, we knew it that the Bears were going to get. We knew it. It wasn't a damn surprise. We just went with it, y'all, because we are diehard Bears fans, and we just want to believe. We want to believe that the Bears will win, although this will uh, – we'll talk about Andy Dalton shortly. <laughs> we'll talk about Andy Dalton shortly. But <laughs> we still just want to believe that the Bears will win. So I had the what-the-hell moment last week. And go ahead, Jamar. You can roast me. Go ahead. Talk about me, man. So go ahead. What were you about to say uh, in regards to your uh, little soliloquy that you're about to go on? Look, I, <clears throat> so the only thing I was going to say in regards to 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 your, uh, I guess, reasoning here, you, 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 you said that, you know, the reason why, you know, you, I guess, against Matthew Stafford and because you, you saw him play the Bears for a number of years and, and the Bears own the man, but at the same time, you just said he put up all these yards because it's the Bears. So which one is it? I mean, that was he was in Detroit, Jamar. He was so, in so, Detroit. Oh, so so it's a so, Detroit thing I, and not a Rams thing. That's 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 is that what it is? Yes, exactly. So, so it's an or- right? okay, so it's an organizational thing and not a quarterback thing. So that means Matthew Stafford is a lot better quarterback 
with the Rams than he was with the Lions. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, he's in L.A., right? Like, it's a great organization. So, damn near anybody can look good in L.A. I bet if Andy Dalton was in L.A., they'll win 10 games. Um, they probably win 10 games with those weapons. Um, yeah. I can't believe you just said that. Um, yes, they would probably win that. 10 games with Andy Dalton as the quarterback in L.A. because all he got to do is get the ball out fast to those weapons and boom. I mean, damn. Cooper Cup was so wide open against the secondary last week. We could have threw that touchdown. If you if you got an arm, Jay, I mean, damn. Like, Cooper Cup was back there just hanging out, chilling. Hey, bro, I'm wide open, chilling, man. Come on, man. These go they way up here. I'm way back here just chilling. Anybody can throw that ball. There's a limit to being opinionated and just being flagrant. Andy Dalton is not going over there having no 10-win season. Andy Dalton can go to the dream team of the dreams and not have a 10-win season. That is not going to happen. I mean, Andy Dalton had a, a lot of weapons last year with the Cowboys and got nothing done. So what makes you think he's going to have a 10-win season you. with the Rams? Thank because you. all he got to do, he can hand that ball off. The defense going to make it easy for him. They going to get turned. I mean, he could have handed the ball Sean off. Sean McVay is going to find a way to, you know, make him be as efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. Yes, they probably be nine wins, ten wins. I maybe went a lot higher with ten. I'd definitely say nine. Like, they would be a decent team, okay, at least above 500 with Andy Dalton. Now, you put Matthew Stafford on there. I mean, damn, it's like the dream. It's like the all-star game. It's like buckets galore. OK, and so we expect them buckets, but I'm not going to get too hot on Matthew Stafford here because Matthew Stafford still is suspect to me. I, he I is think he's suspect. I think you secretly like the reason Stafford. why he no, he is suspect, man. He has to be. He has to have picks. a Stafford. Jersey, he's throwing a lot of turnovers, a lot of garbage points. This is what this man has done consistently in Detroit, consistently. And then you take this terrible Bears team. And then say, okay, this is super. Hell no, this ain't impressive. It's the Bears. And so I want to see what he do against the Bucks. I want to see what he do against that Cardinals defense. I want to see what he do against Seattle. I want to see what he do against the uh, 49ers. That's his ceiling here. That's what I want to see from Matthew Stafford. I want to see Matthew Stafford get past the divisional round to prove that he's better than Jared Goff because Jared Goff had a damn good game in Detroit last week. And so... Matthew Stafford still has a lot to prove here. I am not impressed. He got more work to Wait, do. Wait, time out, time out, time out. The Jared Goff game on the stat line, yeah, sure. But the type of game that he had was the same type of game that you could be talking about Matthew Stafford in Detroit. Those empty, those empty yards. Then when they was getting blown out 41 to 17 and he had to throw the ball, that, that's exactly the type of game Jared Goff had to have. Yeah. He did have it. Unfortunately. That's that's but a really at the same good point, time, DP. Are you like a Batman? I feel like you're you're not looking at any statistics. I feel like this is all just opinionated trash, and so you can keep the betting line down on Stafford for like throwing <laughs> two to three touchdowns a game because he does it damn near every game. Those he those does and, 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 and a lot of those games he does get those early yards. He gets most of those yards actually when they're active, chasing the win, not even necessarily during the end of the game. I, I, I do want to point that out. He does eat a lot of garbage yards, but if you go back and look, a lot of those games are against like the Packers and stuff like that. They're actually trying to compete early part of the game. So he's only maybe getting 
additional maybe 50, 75 in garbage time yards. And that's just pushing down the field at that extra little last series or so, trying to chase maybe 14 points or so. Yeah. Well, you look, y'all can be impressed with Matthew Stafford and say he's going to do this all he want. I ain't buying it. Hell no. I need to physically see it with my eyes because he's did a lot against the Packers, turnovers, a lot against the Bears, and a lot against the Vikings, and a lot of garbage time yards. Yes, he's with this great team, but he needs to prove it. I need to see this as he go forward. I need to see physical evidence of all this hype. Oh, I need to I see got evidence for you right now, BP. He is still suspect to me, period. Has the Lions really ever had a running game? <laughs> no, they ain't had nothing to Lions. The only thing they <laughs> damn near had was Megatron. If they've never had a running game, why would you think why would you think they've never had a running game? Quick question for you. That's a good question for you. I mean why organization, they never a like they, they know how to pick them. <laughs> what can I say? Look, they know man. how to pick them in Detroit, you know? Like, Look, they know man, how to they, pick them. They, they, I mean, they, they haven't had a real running game since Barry Sanders. They made that man retire early. They, they had a, they got a first ballot Hall of Famer guy. They made him retire early and took his money. Yeah, He don't want to have anything to do with that organization. I mean, they, they got a stout quarterback. They traded away because they know they wasted his career. And look at him now, going for 321 yards in his debut, three touchdowns. It's only picks, one game tomorrow. quarterback rating. I mean, bra- oh, pump the brain. I'm just saying, man. Look. No, I, I do believe that's why they and never had that running game. And you Jamar. picked them. And you, no, you, picked, you, you contradicted yourself now, Jamar. You saying, look at him now. He's throwing for 320 up. Oh, against the damn Bears? Against the Bears? The, the same team that you said that we own the Bears. Really? <laughs> really, the Bears? The same team Bears that you said he, he throws picks against. That going Cal Fuller, who has an old damn washed up to Sean Gibson Jr., who has, oh, don't even get me started on the cornerback they Oh Lord, Jamar, can you give the world the the the, the star cornerback the Bears sign who they were excited for this offseason? What's his name again? Who uh Trufant? Who they cut? Ex- <laughs> oh, they cut Trufant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make the roster. <laughs> oh, they, well, I mean, this is further evidence then. Like he was supposed to be the big signee this uh, offseason, and he got cut, Jay. So, I mean, who the hell? Jalen Jackson? Oh, yeah, I'm excited about it. No, I'm not excited about Jalen Jackson. I'm just not. You know, yeah. Hey, well, you know, you know, hey, well you, you'll get some more evidence tomorrow. They play the Colts. That's a better defense, right? Colts a better defense. Much and they're on the road. And they on the road. defense on the road. Okay, I want to see that one. I want to see that one because the Colts going to be a little pissed off because of what happened last week. So, that would be a good one. Um, okay. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. And so with that being said, world, I must admit, I was I had a what the hell moment. But guys, any what the hell moments that you can think of from last weekend game against the Rams, just from the Bears in general. Any what the hell moments, because it's time that we start calling out Matt Nagy. We will do so until he's fired. We will find what the hell moments on purpose until this guy either win well, if he keep losing, it's just going to be more what-the-hell moments because he did a terrible job coaching last week, in my opinion. Oh, oh, we, we, we get to talk about Nagy now? Yeah. 
And, and so I'm just saying, like, is there any what the hell moments from last week's game that was pretty obvious um, in his coaching? Well, let's see. How about the fact that um, Allen Robinson, top 10 receiver in the league, didn't run a route past 15 yards? How, how about that? How about in general, we didn't run routes past 15 yards the whole game? How about you stop giving the ball to David Montgomery and, you know, just started going for fourth downs all over the place, especially fourth and 15. How about Fourth that, and 15. I'm, I'm sitting here like, when, when, when they line up on field, there's no way they're going to hike this ball. Like, I, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. Like, fourth yeah. and like really? Like, I'm looking at the time of the game. Like, no, like, no, this, this doesn't make sense. There's no – and then he hikes it. I'm like, we're not going to – there's no way we're completing this. You ain't throw the ball downfield all game. Um. And then, and then, no, not then he didn't throw the ball the whole damn game. It was, no. it was like, really? So, how do you not run routes downfield against one of, matter of fact, probably the best corner in the game? Like, if you like play a condensed game, you're just making his ability a lot better. That, that's what you're doing because you're definitely shutting down the side of the field already if you're going to run 10, 10 yard routes. That's what's happening. And then, and then not to mention, I mean, the quarterback that you brought in to run like five plays, uh, he actually scored a touchdown. He he, he scored. The, 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 your starter, I mean, he came down downfield on the opening drive and threw a pick. At that point, I knew the game was over. Mm. Yep. Jamar, you, me, Jay, Anthony, everybody knew once that pick happened. I'm like, we about to get our asses in the Bible. We about to get our asses handed to us tonight. If that's happening, like, it's going to be a long night for the Bears. And that's exactly what it turned out to be. Now, the what-the-hell moment that Anthony just pointed out, y'all, was the field goal call that they didn't go for and they instead went for it on fourth down. That was a what-the-hell moment. Like, I understand you playing Matthew Stafford and the Rams. They got this, you know, high-powered offense and all that, you know. But this is week one. Like, they got to show that first. Like, okay, they had the bomb on the first drive. But, like, Matt Nagy, get the points. Get the points, man. He just said, you know, we going to go. How many times did he go for it, Jamar, in a row on fourth down? It was, like, at least four five times. Like He was 0 for 4 on fourth down. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, damn, like he he like <laughs> he's super aggressive out here. Like he not playing no games. Like, like I mean, he don't goddamn it three points ain't nothing to him. Like that that don't add up at all. Like he's trying to get seven points or nothing. Like, and and that was just like terrible, man. It was like really Matt, like really. And so um, I think you think he were playing uh, the Chiefs or something, man. I think he was. Oh uh, no, man, mistaken. for real. And so, like, um, if Matt Nagy continue to do that, whew, it's going to be super long. All it's going to do is continue to build up for Justin Fields, which is exactly where we are going right now, fellas. And so, Mr. Jamar Goodman, Jay, uh, Jay I don't know if you saw this video. He posted last night um, in regards to, uh, you know, prep for everybody for tomorrow, uh, for this morning, um, a video in regards to his evidence for Justin Fields starting now. Uh, Jamar wants Justin Fields to start now. So in this video, um, he had great evidence, bro. This video, the analyst who works for the NFL Network, um, he brought up great examples of Deshaun Watson, who they just threw in there. Patrick Mahomes, who they just threw in there. Um, um, uh, 
it was some other uh quarterbacks. Cam Newton, uh, Russell Cam Wilson, Newton, Justin Russell Herbert. Wilson, Lamar Jackson. Like all these quarterbacks just happen to get thrown in there uh at points where they were all going through the same situation as the Bears. And they all turned out to be damn good quarterbacks. But the Bears, for some reason, you know, are just <laughs> being the Bears. And so they are, you know, like, no, we are not going to start Justin Fields. We're going to wait. And so for me, I'm at this point, bro, to where I kind of see both points. And I'm, I'm not the fan of letting this guy sit all season. I think the Bears should start uh, Justin Fields against Detroit which will be in a few weeks. But um, guys like Jamar and Anthony and various others, there's a lot of folks out there that feels that they should put him out there now. And so, uh, Jay, where are you with this? Do you think they should put this kid out there now, stop waiting and get this thing going, get this train rolling, get the fans back excited, possibly get some you know extra Ws with having this guy start? Or do you think they should wait against a bad opponent maybe a few weeks from now, whenever? I don't know if you feel they should wait them until the end of the season. How do you feel about this, Jay? I think it's only going to last till about Halloween. It's okay. a, waiting, a waiting approach game. I think there a lot of people are, are looking, at, looking at this from, I guess, a, a, a macro when they should be looking at it from a micro. They've had a conversation with Andy Dalton before they even got that opportunity to get Justin Fields. I think they – sort of kind of made him a weird or a goofy promise that they'll give him the opportunity to really, really be the Bears quarterback. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're lit, legit just trying to give him every single opportunity before they pull the plug on this guy to say, hey, Andy, we, we gave you a shot. We gave you a chance because he was looking to sign up the place. And I think that was one of the key things he was looking for, a sincere opportunity to be a, a start quarterback for mm-hmm. another team outside of the Cincinnati Bengals because it's clearly – that's you're not you're not Joe Burrow has that lock. So so with right. that being said, he I think the Bears kind of set him down, told him, hey, this is what this is gonna look like for you. They seen they had the opportunity to jump up to get Justin Fields. Everything changed for him, man, to be honest. And now right. everyone's clamoring for him to be out there. We're just kind of putting their their backs against the wall up. It, to be honest with you, they're they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place right now. They told one dude one thing. And from a, a team and a, and a leadership standpoint, you, you want to kind of hold up to your word, what you said, you know, especially in front of a bunch of men, a 53-man roster, you told a guy you want to give him a chance. So I think that that that's playing a hand in it because, like, we, we've all seen that one pass attempt he had, it was nine yards. It was astronomically more than any other pass that any Dalton was throwing at that time. So as soon as he got in, he showed efficiency. Got in, scored. Got in. Team was Elated, they were in love with the guy as soon as he scored. I actually made a post on Facebook. I think you guys uh, have seen it as well. But when he scored, everybody on the team went crazy except for one particular person. <laughs> right. Red Rifle. He was looking salty, stale face. Like, damn. He got in. But that I don't know if you scored. know, Jay, but um, Jamar has a hashtag that he's been putting out there and it's becoming famous called the hashtag Rusty Rifle. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that because he, his, his bullets is jamming right now, brother. <laughs> but, but fellas, I mean, look, I know that um, we're clamoring for you know Justin Fields to get out there, but and 
Andy Dalton, y'all, for me, he didn't have the worst game. He was all right. He was pretty he did. decent. Don't y'all look, think? Yeah. It's look. a difference between worse than picking something better. Would you eat a steak or do you want just a few slices of bacon? I'm not saying both are. That's a good, that's a great point. Yeah. Exactly. Do you want steak or do you want a few pieces of bacon? Bacon's good too. Don't get me wrong. I see your point. It's an excellent point. But do you want the steak or do you want a few pieces of bacon? It's a difference. And so um, Andy Dalton, I mean, you know, like he was efficient out there. I mean, the offense, they held the ball a lot, you know, and they did a great job of time management out there, right? They didn't necessarily, I mean, he had that pick in the end zone. That was an extra seven points right there. But like, you know, Overall, like Andy Dalton, he did a great job of managing the game. He looked like a seasoned veteran out there. Um, he just didn't go deep. And um, additionally, you know, he kind of held the ball um, in pivotal moments a little too long. But for the most part, during the most of the game, he got the ball out fast. He didn't give Aaron Donald a chance to get him. Um, and he played a pretty efficient game. It just wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? You know how you get to the you know how you get to the 30 yard line, y'all, or the 40 yard line, and you just get there and you stay. It's like you get first downs and all that, but you don't do nothing after that. And that don't you get a few yards, you don't get the points. And you lose. Look, look. All right, so it's like so did they like Nagy and Pace, do they have like a blood oath with uh Andy Dalton here? Like, uh, dude, dude, is there like a certain number of games he has to start before we can play our guy? Because it, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, like it. So, like, like you said, he, you know, he basically what you're saying, he, he managed the game. We're not good enough to have a game manager at quarterback. We, we need somebody that's going to take us over the top. We have it. We're not playing it. The team, as you said, uh, as you said, the team rallies around this man. I mean, one person going to be salty. I mean, I get it. I mean, because he he watching his job, like, fall between the cracks in front, in front of his eyes. That's just what it is. But at the end of the day, like, you have to play the best 53. You just have to. I mean, you're going to lose the team before you even get the man out there. Matt Nagy's trying to protect his job, but ironically, he's going to lose his job doing this method. That's what's going to happen. Because let, let them lose to the Bengals. Let them lose to the Bengals this Sunday with and Andy Dalton starting. These are the things we are pointing That's out a good here opportunity on the that they will podcast. Like, these are things that are on the forefront. This is excellent, Jamar, because you took the words out of my mouth. I was hitting right there. The Bears lose to the Bengals Sunday. It's finna start getting a look crazy, all right? It's like you either start fields or you get fired at that point. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a good opportunity that that will happen. That will be a high-scoring game. Somebody's going to win by a few points, but that's going to be a high-scoring game. Okay, so let me ask y'all this, fellas, because I know the Bengals are going to put up buckets. Uh, but I want to go a little bit ahead. Jamar Goodman, Jay, Anthony, whomever's paying attention. If the Bears are on four and they lose against the Lions with Andy Dalton. Okay, he said they'll go on five if they lose. Okay, and so if the Bears, because I don't see them be the Ra- beating the Raiders either. If the Bears go 0-4, but it'll be the really the icing on the cake, I feel, y'all, if they lose to Detroit at home. The Bears lose to Detroit at home. Do Matt Nagy make it past that game? Um, To be honest, that's a tough one. Because who do they have as interim coming around? 
Right. Right, right, right. So I think and they'll so, they'll they'll play the long game with him. I think by default, they'll give him a few more games to kind of turn it to kind of right the ship to kind of kind of see if he can go 50-50 from there. But I think once he once it gets to that, how many games is that? One, two, three. I would say closer to November. You may we may have to revisit this conversation to see exactly where he stands and how many games they won. Because if they go 0-5, I still don't think they get rid of him yet. Right. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. They go on five, they go on six, something like that. You know, it's definitely gonna be a lot of eyebrows raised. Um, we don't know who the fill-in would be. Um, it's generally a guy that's behind the scenes that we probably don't know much about. Um, but if the Bears were to go on five, they go on six. Um, if Matt Nagy even wins eight straight games, bro, after that, he's still on the clock. He's still on the clock. And so um, it's very important to see how he do because uh, this could very well, y'all, be Matt Nagy's last season. Um, if he's back uh, next year um, after what will happen this year, we know the Bears ain't going to the playoffs. Um it will be uh, – it'll be like – people will just be like, at this point, I don't know when he's going to get fired because if, 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 if things happen and they go sour this year and they don't fire him, then I don't know. But um, it doesn't look There's like – There's a good chance, though, he will get fired by the end of the season, though, because that, that schedule is pretty – they have one of the toughest schedules this season. I don't know if the NFL knew what these teams are going to look like coming into this season, but they have – like stud team after stud team they're playing. Even after that uh Detroit game, that first Detroit game, they run into a, another series of teams like uh Tampa Bay. Then they have uh 49ers, Steelers, Ravens, then they play the Lions again. Cardinals. Yeah, so after that Packers. first Lions game, they play the Raiders and they at Vegas. And so the Raiders like they're gonna be a very good football team. So the Bears definitely got a tough schedule, but um I'm just here to state, Jamar, that if the Bears, uh, I mean, they should. They should have been fired, Nagy. They should have got rid of him last year. But if they were to go 0-5, 0-6, do you think they still keep Nagy and let him just finish out the season? No, no, he's gone. Because at that point, you lost the locker room. Because, I mean, I feel like he's on the verge of losing the locker room now. Because, as you know, once you lose the locker room, that's that's it. There, there's no, you know, place to return. And Look. The coaching staff went out and basically said, I would have started, we would have been started Justin Fields. The players on Twitter is already questioning his play calling techniques from week one. Um, as far as the schedule, like our we got the third toughest schedule in the league. There is no sweet spot to really start this man. <laughs> Just throw him out there. He gives you your best chance of winning. Stop playing around because you're going to mess around and lose your job sooner than you think. And like you said, do you, do, been let you, go. do you think Matt Nagy is a little comfortable because of what was said last offseason with the management that, you know, the uh, this rumors that they won't let him go, that they, you know, really I, believe dude, in him long term? Like, dude, I, I don't know what, what, like, you know, whatever they found to blackmail them to, to keep their job for another year because – because we know they, they should have been let go. We we all know this. And they, they stuck around, and I guess they, you know, basically said that we're going to improve, you know, our offense and everything else. But, I mean, look, 
Andy Dalton, I get it. Like, he's better than Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback. Like, that's that's evident. But it's like basically going from a piece of liver to bacon when you got steak just sitting there waiting for you. It's like. <laughs> that's an amazing so, yeah. analogy. That's, that's and so, yeah, when it, com- when it comes down to it, uh, the Chicago Bears definitely have a decision to make. Um, but if the Bears, man, they would have lose to the Lions. And I swear, if they would have get blown out by the Lions, I'm telling you, man, that clock is going to be ticking not only on the early morning sports talk podcast. It's going to be clicking everywhere. And it's going to start being questions asked everywhere on ESPN, Fox, et cetera, about Matt Nagy and his job as the head coach of the Bears because he is our what-the-hell moment for this week because he did a lot of what-the-hell moments during that game that were just very, very questionable. And the last thing I'll say <laughs> that I found funny, it's amazing that how the Vegas odds has him, the favorite, be the first coach fired now. I thought for sure well, that would have been Irvin. Yes. I thought for sure that would have been Irvin Meyer, but no, it's, it's, it's Matt Nagy now. Wow. Matt Nagy is one, one to four, four to one odds for him to get fired. Damn. I'm telling okay. you, they're not really going to pull a plug on uh, Dalton. Like you said, they have some kind of weird agreement with that guy. They're not really going to pull a plug to him until close to October, to like uh, Halloween. That's the case. They're they're going to go about one and six, one and seven. Hey, can you really see him still being a coach around that time? No. I don't they're see it. Beat, I feel like if they're he not going to beat the Raiders, the Packers, the Bucks, he's done. Dude, I'm telling you, let him lose tomorrow. It's dude. That seat's about to be really, really hot. Really so Jamar's stating that if he lose tomorrow, it could get real, real hot. And I agree it's going to be hot, but I don't think the seat going to get let go. I think if he lose to Detroit, y'all, and they 0-4 at home against Detroit, at that time, mm-mm, mm-mm. And from there, you go ahead and bring that new head coach and that interim guy, and then you start Justin Fields. You go on from there. I think he just has like a – Damn an infinite amount of rope right now with those guys. He he they just seem to gel with this dude. They they they've been letting him do what he's been wanting to do over the past few seasons. We haven't been successful. Just look back at what we've been doing. They're gonna give this guy opportunity to shoot himself in the foot again. Right. They're gonna give him every opportunity. This this is a right. good point. That that this is what the organization might be doing. They might just be doing that to give him opportunities to shoot himself in the foot to build up an argument and say, hey, you know, what what can you, what do you have to say, Matt? What really, you know? And so um, it is uh definitely something to keep an eye on as we go forward, y'all, throughout the season. And so, all right, fellas, um, let's go ahead and let's get to our picks. Let's play our segment of who you got, gentlemen. And so uh, Deshaun and Anthony, uh, you guys are on with us. Uh, tune in with us and uh, give us your thoughts as well. And so Jamar, uh, we'll begin with you. Um, and then uh, Jay, you can go ahead and then I'll go ahead. And we'll start with uh, college football here. And so let's start with uh, the NCAA. We got some big games going on this weekend, fellas. And so... Uh, let's start first with number one Alabama at number eleven Florida. Who you got, Jamar? 
Alabama. <laughs> roll, 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 Tide. Who you got, Javon? I do have to say, I'm rolling with the roll, Tide. Roll, Tide. I got you, fellas. Um, if 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 Florida was to pull that off, that'd be a big upset. I mean, it really would. Um, Huge. Yeah, it'd be a big one. Um, twenty-two Auburn at ten Penn State. Hmm. I'm taking them, uh, them Nittany Lions, man. That's a tough place to play at. Yeah, it is. Happy Valley. It's an all-white one, too, today. Yeah. yeah. It's intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Who you got, Javon? White out will be intimidating, but I think it'll, it'll be a close one. Auburn squeaks it out. Mm. And I, I, I'm, it's tough because Auburn's an SEC team. Let's not forget that. Okay. Right. They are it's, it's pre-NFL here. That speed kills and that strength and that power kills. Um I'm a ooh, damn it. I'm gonna go with Penn State <laughs> at home because I've seen them play. That's the only reason I've seen them play. I have no idea what Arvin looks like, but I just know they from the SEC, they're gonna be fast, they're gonna be strong, they're gonna be powerful. But um if they were in Auburn, this would be a blowout, I think. But if they're in Penn State, I think Penn State scoots it out in a close one. All right, fellas. Arizona State at BYU. I'm going to take Arizona State. There we go. Yep, he's throwing up that A. He's throwing up that A. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with Arizona State as well. They got a really good quarterback, y'all. This kid um, can ball. And I've seen him play. I've seen BYU play as well. Um, they, they're coached really well. Uh, but I'm going to go with Arizona State. Uh, Purdue, and the reason why we're picking Purdue is, you know why, Jay? Um, Purdue is 2-0, and Jamar. They are 2-0, and and they blew out UConn 49-0 last week. Hey, they blew out UConn, not the basketball team, the football team, 49-0. And so they are at Notre Dame. Um, but Notre Dame, man, I mean, Notre Dame always struggle with small schools or schools that are, like, not the greatest of, you know. So could Purdue pull out an upset here? What do you think, Jamar? Man, look, Brandon, we, we, we still got a chance, man. We still got a chance. National championship, baby, we still got a chance. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. I can't even say that with a straight face. Chaz, man, two and zero, man. Whew. You know what, man? I didn't even know you had a football team. Uh, yeah, I didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> and they purely are a, a, a basketball school. I'm not gonna lie, that's a basketball town. Man, uh, you know what? And why why not, man? Uh I never picked Purdue. I'm picking Purdue. <laughs> why not? I don't know. I'm, I'm like the Bears, man. I'm riding with Purdue just because. Yeah. Just because. I mean, I'm pretty sure we know the outcome, but I'm taking them anyway. Yeah. I I think you guys uh have it's your okay. reasonings. <laughs> I'm gonna roll with the fighting Irish. I appreciate you for doing that. One of us got it. Yeah, man, it's it's the common sense pick, you know. Sometimes fans, you know, we just get a little illusional at times, even though we know what the real reality if it, is. If it helps paint the picture, I have UConn losing to Army Black Knights this week, too. Okay. 
Oh, man. All right. And so, fellas, let's now get to the NFL Week 2 schedule. This is a fun part of the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. And so let's get to our Week 2 picks, fellas. Jamar, you know the scoop. Jay, you next. And then I'll roll. And, and Deshaun and um, Anthony, feel free to come in as well, fellas. <clears throat> let's start with uh, Denver at uh, Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban Meyer. And so um, who you got, Jamar? Man, look, um, I'm rolling with the Broncos. I know they like Man, Broncos they can are start about two and oh the Broncos. Uh. Who who would have thought, right? I know, right? I mean, Teddy at quarterback makes them a better offense. Defense, I mean, they already got one of the best secondaries in the league. I think Trevor is gonna be in for a long day on this one. I, I got I got Mal High, man. Who you got? I'm uh, rolling with the Broncos. The combination on defense with Vaughn. And then, you know, you got the offense running with Teddy. He tends not to throw the ball away. He holds on to it, less, less turnovers, things like that. That that matters a lot for those guys, especially when you got a defense that can kind of kind of hold teams to a certain amount of points. Going against the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, Tarecki. Yeah. It's a bit of a yeah. a bit of an easier pick this week. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Broncos, y'all. The Jaguars were abysmal last week. Um, man, you know, they at home. Um, you know, maybe maybe that'll hopefully give them some magic, but the Broncos uh, and Von Miller, y'all. Shout out to Von Miller. Do y'all see him? He looked like he's back. He had a hell of a game last week. He looks so, happy. Um, uh, say that again, Jamar. I said he looks happy. Yeah, he looks happy. The Teddy effect. So, That's the Teddy effect, bro. He's happy he has a quarterback yeah. that actually can do something on offense. He's not wasting his time on the, on the field or defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to roll with the Broncos here. I'm with y'all, fellas. Uh, wow. Ooh, this is a good one. The Bills Mafia at the Dolphins. <laughs> Man. Yes! So anytime you go to Miami, it's a trap game. However, last time I saw the Bills play the Dolphins, the Bills spanked the Dolphins and knocked them out the playoffs. I'm pretty sure the Bills are pretty upset at Deshaun's team from last week. So I'm, I'm definitely going Bills Mafia um, on this one. All right. And remember, um, the Bills Mafia, according to Stephen A. Y'all this week, he was saying that Bill, Bills Mafia just ran up to still a nation. That's why they lost. <laughs> so, Yeah. Uh, the Bills Mafia, they are going to Miami. So, uh, Jay, who you got? I got Bills. Dolphins has the unfortunate um, opportunity to go against the Bills after they just lost. If they would have won, then maybe they have a more of a 50, right. 50-50 opportunity. But, nah, the Bills just Bills. lost in, in that dash. <laughs> nah. The Bills pissed Bills. off. Yeah, they're going to be nah. pissed off. They um, they owing to the Bills. Like, who would have imagined that possibly? But I'm going to go with the Dolphins, y'all, um, because they're at home. Um, this will be a very hard-fought game. Um, even though I know the Bills will come out hard, I think a lot of people sleep on the Dolphins. I really do. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Texans. I, I be and- sleep on them, too. They had 17 points last week, man. <laughs> they got a great defense, though. Texans at Browns. Who do y'all got between the Texans and Browns? The Browns might be pissed off too, right? Uh, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. I mean, they, they basically done everything right and still lost the game. 
So, yeah, I'm taking a dog pound, man. They do that. That best running attack about to run all over these guys. Yeah. Jay, who you got? I'm going to roll with the Browns. It's I think the Texans just had a great game last week because they played the Jaguars. Tyrod Taylor kind of kind of let that loose real quick. So I think that was just a product of who they were playing last week, Browns. Um, yeah, I'm with y'all, man. I'm going to go with the dog pound. Um, they, you know, we got high expectations for the Browns. Um, imagine the Browns being on, too. That would be a shocker, too. Um, Bengals. That means, and that would mean the Texans would be 2-0. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Bengals at Bears. Uh, the Bengals Look. at the Bears. I want to hear y'all. I want to see who y'all got on this one. Look, I have every reason to pick the Bears to win this game, and I'm going to pick the Bears. Andy Dalton gets his revenge game. So I I, I would imagine Andy Dalton had the best game of his season tomorrow. He he just has to. I mean, Matt Nagy going to hear a lot, a lot if they lose this game. So I, I have to pick the Bears by default. They 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 have to win. Yeah, um, that's a close game, brother. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Um, considering it's a revenge game, I try not to live on that street with players because it can be a very dangerous trap. Yep, they get blew out. But considering, I do think the rusty rifle. <laughs> <laughs> going to polish off that old gun for this particular <laughs> game, bro. He's going to come to play just because they got rid of him for the young gun, Joe Burrow. He's going to come to play. Now, with that being said, it's going to be a shootout. Bears defense is not necessarily uh, Bears of, of, of the past two seasons. Uh, I'm surprised Khalil Mack even played last week. He was downgraded to questionable like a day before the game. So, I'm not sure how that really played out. He looked like he was hurt. So, that being said, I can see the Bengals – putting up some points, but I think the yeah. Bears and the Red Rifle kind of kind of kind of squeaks by. I would say probably by one touchdown or less if that it's gonna be a weird game. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Fellas, fellas, I got news for you. I am a Bears fan and I love my Bears. But the Bears will find a way to lose this game. They will find a way to lose this game in the fourth quarter. They will find a way to give up big plays. That would be the reason why they would lose. They would find a way to give up big plays to Jamar Chase, who's a damn rookie. That's how bad their secondary is. Great name, uh, by the way. We'll find a way to give away this game, and they will lose this game probably 27-24 off a late second field goal that hurt their hearts. 27-24. I can see that four-point swing being I, I, slightly toward the Bears with that being uh, 31-27. Because David Montgomery, like you guys were saying, balling last week. And that was against a, 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 no, a defensive line with Aaron Donald on it. Right. Bengals don't got that. So yeah. I feel like he's going to be able to get that extra little touchdown in for him. Yeah. Montgomery's going to have a big game. Allen Robinson should have a big game. I expect the Bengals to cover the spread. I expect Jamar Chase and T. Higgins <laughs> to have good games. I expect Burrow to have a good game. It's 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 a it's a it's basically a fantasy uh paradise in this game tomorrow. So yeah, I can I definitely see that. I can definitely see it's gonna be a very competitive, fun game. Um, but I think the Bears will find a way to they'll find a way to choke this game, man. Um, 
I hate to say that. I even hate that's coming out of my mouth. But the way I see this team, man, the, the secondary and how they've been performing, I, I don't know if the Bears win this. I, I think they find a way. They find they should win the game, but they'll find a way to lose the game. How is it possible uh, for you to say that this week, BP, when you did not say that last hey, week? Hey, I was thinking that, but I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I know. I should have said that. Uh, no, I wasn't going to say that last week because – I knew the Bears were going to lose. I knew it was no damn way that they were going to win the game. I was just being, you know, just, you know, when a team got your heart, you sometimes do illusional stuff. We, I, I, I even said it, Josh, said that I knew the Bears were going to possibly get the blue out in the first quarter. I mean, that's kind of was the case. And so, um, yeah, Bears, they do come back. They, they play fun this week, but they choke. Uh, 49ers at the Eagles. This uh, could be a good game, fellas. Man, this one right here. <laughs> I, in my heart, I want to pick the Eagles because I believe that much in Jalen Hurts. I know he went against uh, a very sorry team last week, but he just looks so much better than that Carson Wentz kid. He, he just does. The team responds to him better. I mean, he's he's getting production out of Jalen Rieger, where no everybody forgot about him. Devontae Smith coming right in, seamless fit. I mean, Goddard did this thing. We had a Zach Ertz sighting. The defense was actually getting out there. You know what? Screw it. I'm picking the Eagles. <laughs> I'm picking the Eagles. Just because of the fact that the 49ers had a 41-7 lead and ended up losing that game. I mean, winning that game by only eight. I, I feel like that – there's something that's not all the way polished yet with the Niners. They're still a Super Bowl, you know, caliber team, but uh, I'm picking the Eagles. Yeah, I'm doing I'm it. Roll with the Eagles. Uh, that three points at home, that Philly crowd, Jalen looking pretty stout early, man. He that chemistry with uh D Smith looks great, by the way. Yeah, so I can I can kind of see. Them taking this win, 49ers played a bum team last week. So they they tend to look a little a little bit better than what they were. They had people really calling Debo Debo. Man. <laughs> that one so that being oh said, so that being said, I think it's a different feel this week in Philly when they come to Philly. It's gonna be a little different. You may they may have some Meek Mills playing and them, them guys are gonna be rocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the Niners, fellas. Um, I like uh, Jalen Hurts and what they're doing, but I think this Niners team and this NFC West is the best division of football. And the Niners are a good football team. You know, yeah, they gave the game up um, almost, but a 41-7 lead ain't easy to come by either. To have somebody up 41-7, that's pretty difficult to do, and so. Um, that shows a lot about the team. And uh, if they are focused, they can get off on a fast start. And so um, they've looked fantastic this preseason as well. Um, the Eagles, I mean, I think this is a fun game, y'all. I think this is another fantasy of this is going to be a great game. Um, but I got to go with the Niners. I think the Niners pull us off, y'all, in the close one um, against the Eagles. The Saints as the Panthers. The I think Saints. that's tough, though, man, because I, uh, I feel like the 49ers, they, like I said, they did play a bump team. This, they got the Herb effect going on over there, bro. Mm -hmm. That's that's a that's a different team now that he's over there. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saints at the Panthers, fellas. Who you got? Uh, I, I, I mean, if the Saints play defense like they did last week, I mean, it's hard for me not to pick them. James played. I mean, James didn't even throw that many yards, but he was efficient. That's the most efficient I've ever seen that man in his life. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I guess I'll start calling them the Saints. They're, they're the Saints. Uh, I pick the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know we made the uh, joke. I forget who it was. We said James wasn't going to eat a W last week. I forget who that was, though. But <laughs> I, wanna, I, I, re, I remember somebody. No, that was that me, that was man. The I, first I the thing Saints. that came to mind <laughs> when I seen he had that game, I'm like, <laughs> exactly. No, I, I wasn't that he, He's eating a big W this week. And that being said, I think he's definitely going to have a. Uh, Another efficient game. Sean Payton is like quarterback whisperer, man. You see how he uh what he did for Drew Brees. He was he was having a decent career coming from San Diego, stuff like that. But like the quarterback he turned into once he got to the Saints is just Thanks. ridiculous. So I think he's gonna have that same effect on Jameis. We've already seen a, a small little piece of it, especially since the kids got uh what do you say he got corrective eye surgery where his contact or something now. Yeah, and he can see a he can see the field a lot better, stuff like that. We're gonna see a, a, a lot improve uh, much more improved Jameis Winston this particular season with that being said they're going to beat the other Panthers this week yeah yeah uh imagine y'all if the Panthers were to win this game it'll be a bit of a surprise it'll wake people up before the Panthers for sure um but no the way the Saints defense look it ain't even for me about Jameis that much although he was greatly efficient and I've been on the record stating that I think he will have a Pro Bowl year this year I always thought Jameis Winston was a great quarterback. I really did. And if we always want to make the point for Matthew Stafford, I will make the point for Jameis Winston in regards to him being in a bad situation. Now he's in a really good situation. And he can, you know, do what he do now. Pass that rock, move down the field that he's been doing his whole career. Um, and so I got New Orleans. I feel like they uh, go in and they put the uh, hurting on the Panthers. Um, although uh, we'll see, it'll, it'll say a lot about the Panthers. They would have pulled us out. I'm gonna start just looking at Carolina, like, okay, what's going on there? Um, I can't recall uh, what was score uh, last week. Panthers against the Jets. Uh, I don't know. They beat them by eight, something like that. Mm, they beat the Jets by eight. No, I think it was closer. Hold on, I'll tell you. Uh, by five or something. Nineteen. Either something way. More. The the point of me asking that is they the the Jets were close enough. The Jets were close yeah. enough. 19-14. 19-14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if the Panthers were to pull this out, it'll be like, okay. But that's a really good point, Jay. Um, they were really close with the Jets. Um the Rams at the Colts. Do the Colts start 0-2? Man, like I really like Jonathan Taylor in this game. I do. If David Montgomery could have a good game, why not Jonathan Taylor? But unfortunately, they they taking an L. The Rams about to come in and smack them around. I mean, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett just they they have they went bonkers against them. What do you think Robert Woods and uh, Cooper Cup about to do? Same thing. I got the Rams. But Tyler Lockett have two touchdowns last week. I think so. I think so. One of them was a yeah. beauty. It's, it's going to be a run back of what happened to those guys last week. I think uh, 
Their defense is 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 better than most, but they're still kind of middle of the pack right now. I think they'll need some experience under their belt. Those guys, for some reason, are not. They're not looking like they're playing for each other right now. I, I watched that game. Those guys were missing small defensive assignments when they were leaning on other teammates for, and they're just getting smoked the entire game. Tyler Lockett was running free too much that game. He was, man. Even a Rams fan in the comments, Vic. Pick, I mean, even a Colts fan in the comments picking the Rams. That's 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 exactly <laughs> who I was looking for. I'm like, Vic, who you got? And so, uh, yeah. In this case, uh, Victor Young, who was a diehard Colts fan, he got the Rams. Um, and I'm gonna roll with y'all. I got the Rams. Matthew uh, Stafford. Look, please don't. No, the only reason why I got the Rams is because of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. And of- oh, okay. What color is this right here? Rams blue, baby. That's not even a bear blue. That's not even that dark. That's that Rams blue. Go ahead, go with the Rams. Go with your heart. That Rams blue. That Rams blue is almost similar to the Coast blue. It's also almost similar to the Lions blue. Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Double down. It, it circles back around, man. You can't run from it. Hey, right, yeah. Fellas, I got the Rams in this. I think the Rams pull it out. But um, I'm going to see what the Colts do. If the Colts beat the Rams tomorrow, it'll be a very uh, impressive thing from um, who I think y'all is a great head coach of Frank Rex. Um, but the Raiders. Good point, too. He mentioned uh, Jalen Ramsey. Yes. What are they going to do with that? And but T.Y. Hill not even playing, is he, y'all? No, but he's not even that best receiver anymore, anyway. So I'm no. He's he's not that guy anymore. He plays every now and then, though. He always, you know, scratch that defense. Um, Raiders at the Steelers. Raiders at Steeler Nation. Uh, this should be a good one, y'all. I'm looking forward to this. Man, like no Josh Jacobs. But I feel like. King and Drake gets it done. No, I'm playing. I ain't about to disrespect you, Sean. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm picking the Steelers. They, they defense showed me something last week. That, that special teams and that defense ignited that team. Steelers can move the ball against the Raiders on this one. I feel like Najee Harris is going to have a, a great game. Steelers, Steelers win by multiple scores. Um, this is a, this is a little bit more tougher for me than, than. I would say most. I'm I'm a bit split 50-50. Now with Josh Jacobs, you say he's he's inactive? Yeah, yeah he's out playing. Yeah, he out. That's that's what's, what's gonna be uh you know the kind of humpy dumpy for me. Um, that, that being said, I'm gonna lean stillish. Yep, that's that's part of my reasoning too. Uh Josh Jacobs changes games, ladies and gentlemen, but he's not playing tomorrow. Um that's vital for the Raiders. Um I still think it's a fun game because the Raiders are explosive. I think a lot of people sleep y'all on Derek Carr. I think they really disrespect this man and his talent and him as a quarterback. I think he's a very underrated talent. Um, but with that being said, the Steelers just look like, they just look like a well-rounded team at every phase. And so um, even, you know, their offense, I think, got some room. But, um, you know, let's not forget that they still got a lot of those weapons. And when you got to chase Claypool and guys like that, you know, anything can happen at any given moment. So I'm going to go with the Steelers at home. The Patriots at the Jets. 
Who you got, fellas? Somebody got to – Can we just go probably, probably to the next game? Because that – I think we're all in consensus here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we all got the Patriots. I mean, I, I got them, but I'm not sleep on the Jets, but I got the Pats, though. I do got the Pats. Yeah. I don't need to say yeah, that. Yeah, man, the, uh, the Jets, though, I don't know if a lot of folks know, man, the Jets got a lot of good weapons out here. I'm, I'm not sleep, A lot of man. good young weapons. A, a small part of me wants to pick the upset, but no. The New England defense is, is really good. It's only because it's the Jets. If if it would have been another weaker team who may have still had those weapons that was not in their division, who did not have that history of hatred with Belichick, maybe. Like like it was Jets. the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I might yeah. be tempted to pick the Bengals. <laughs> Correct. But it's Jets. No. No. Absolutely not. Uh, Deshaun stated division of game will be closer than you think. Mm. They they always are, yeah. usually, usually. And with that being said, I'm gonna go with the Jets tomorrow. Um, let's have a goddamn, let's have some goddamn fun here. Um, the Patriots, uh, they shouldn't have let go of Cam Newton. They were very impressive last week. Don't get me wrong. Uh, this team looks like a pretty decent football team, and they held in with Miami. And um, I mean, what I think what was the score, y'all? I think they won by a point. Seventeen, sixteen. Yeah, so um, you can tell if they hang with the Dolphins, you can tell the Patriots are a really good team. Uh, but I want to see what these weapons do tomorrow for the Jets. They, a lot of people are excited, so I want to see, uh, you know what I'm saying, Jamar, if this young Jets core that they got. Uh, I like them a lot. Know, come out tomorrow and kind of have an upset party or something. I, beat this team I, on the last second drive and get a game-winning field goal. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Ocean is the difference. I don't know. I feel like the Jets team is well more well coached now than what they was in the past 10 years. I, I do like I do like um the Disney Channel quarterback they got. I do like Elijah Moore, Corey Davis. I like their running scheme. Jameson Crowder's gonna be I, I like it. I, I do. I'm I'm really 50-50, but I'm picking New England because I just know New England defense is New England. So it's gonna be a I good hate that you just said Disney Channel quarterback. Now I can't unsee that that kid being like Look, man, Zach, I got, I got, Zach and I got Cody, Zach and Cody, right? in the last second field goal, fellas. And I got Bill Belichick being salty as hell, angry as hell, and taking off his microphone whenever he loses and walking away pissed. And so I think Robert Silla in the Jets. Uh, I think he get his first victory tomorrow, fellas. I think that uh, that one point burn. That's what's going to carry. Carry Bill's little fire into this seat. That, a one point loss, that man, that's True. a horrible way to lose. Bats. I'd rather lose by 20 than lose by one. It's weird, but it's true. Taylor uh, Price stated no way a rookie can get past New England system. So it sounds like uh, the Patriots definitely are a popular pick. And I see y'all point. I really do. Um, Falcons at the Bucks. Who you got, Jamar? Man, can we can we say one, two, three, Cancun on this one? Cause uh, <laughs> Matt Ryan is washed. Like I, look, I get that they took Cal Pitts, but I was one of those that they should have took a quarterback. I thought they they, they should have took a quarterback. They, cause my gosh, Buck, Bucks, 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 all day, all night, Bucks. Not even close. Plus the spread. Uh, I was just gonna say, nah, we missing something on that. We you need to be taking like fourteen and a half or something, bro. Man, like, what's 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 the spread on Thompson? this? <laughs> Something a little higher than that or something. What, what, what is this? 12 and a half? Beat those. 
I'm taking the spread. Twelve and that sounds about right. I'm taking the spread. That sounds about right. I'm taking. I got the Bucks as well. I'm with y'all. Wait, but wait. All jokes aside, with that whole was it twenty eight three joke or they've been they've been experiencing for for a last little little period of time. Do you think they'll have this upset in in their blood, fuming, just waiting for this game? Yeah. I don't see the Falcons winning that game, man. It'll be a miracle. <laughs> if if the Falcons I'm, win that game, y'all, Monday morning, all, all the sports media are gonna be going crazy. They're gonna be talking about the Buccaneers. Are they what they used to be? Are they this? Are they that? If they lose to the Falcons come tomorrow. They lose that tomorrow. It's gonna be a lot on Monday. Tom Brady would have to get hurt for them. Exactly. To win. I don't say it had to be some fire in their belly. The way the Tampa Bay Bucks are built, there's is virtually impossible for the Falcons right now. All right, fellas. Uh, Vikings at the Cardinals. Who you got? Man, so Patrick Peterson going against his former team. He's going to be amped up. He, he's going to do this and that. Now the Cardinals about to smack the Vikings across the board. If the Bengals can come in and beat the Vikings, what do you think the Arizona Cardinals about to do to this team? Well, like, seriously, like the Arizona Cardinals went out and laid the smack down on the Titans, and I didn't expect that type of beat down. I didn't. Cardinals defense actually looks really good. Chandler Jones had five sacks by himself. Pay that man. Yeah, <laughs> I got the card. What was he doing? He was he was hitting the man. Pay that man. <laughs> Dave, what was, you got? Uh, Jamar Chase's uh, stat line against the Vikings. I think I'm pretty sure it was like five catches, 101 yards, and a touchdown, something like that. Or a guy who said he could not even see the lines on the ball. <laughs> he caught five of those things for 100 yards against the Vikings. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the Cardinals has a young man named D-Hop, right? Like, that's top. Got some weapons in Arizona. Top, top two, top three wide receiver in the league. Some would say top one. Man, that guy's going to eat on the Vikings, dude. I think he is about to have a Thanksgiving plate, a Christmas plate, Easter plate, every kind of plate that you can imagine possible. The Vikings are going to get slapped. Silly. Seriously. This is more, I feel like this is more of a blowout than the Bucks versus the the Falcons. Mm. Yeah, this is interesting, man. Um, My heart's saying the Vikings. And the reason why is because I think the Cardinals, some of me feel like they overrated. I don't know why. I I need to see them beat the Vikings tomorrow. I really do. All right. Really? Really? Wait. So, no, 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 no. I'm about to save you from yourself, man. No. Dude, the Cincinnati Bengals applied pressure on Kirk Cousins, bro. They don't really have an offensive line. Their defense is trash. I just feel like Dalvin Cook changes games, gentlemen. So did he change the game last week for them to win? Did that happen? They should have won the game. They should have beat the Bengals. They should have beat them. Why? Why didn't they though? Because of the Vikings. Exactly. <laughs> so, so what evidence do you need? The Cardinals went against a team that I put money on to to be in the Super Bowl. So, what more evidence do you need? Yeah, got a good point. Yeah, okay, I'll make good points, man. It's just the any given Sunday thing. I'm going with the Vikings. Okay. All right. Mr. Empty Calorie quarterback, that's who you're going with. All right. Yeah, he is empty calorie, isn't he? But he can he can get you a, a, a good game every now and then. 
All right, okay. fellas, the Cowboys at the Chargers. This this game right here is intriguing to me. Because if Dak looked anything like Dak from, from the opening night, then, you know, this, this game comes down to the last drive. I'm still taking the Chargers, but, man, this, I think Cowboys covered that spread, though. I'm taking the, the Chargers. the boys in this one, man. I got the boys. You got – This is a who, tough who? one. It's a it's, tough it's one, man. It's the Cowboys. It's a tough one because it's the Cowboys. But Herb over there, you know, kind of kind of throwing a rock around like that. Dak's definitely going to be looking to have that same kind of experience that he had last week, and, and they just lost, too. It's tough because the Chargers are at home. I always kind of give that that home team those those three extra points. You should be able to get that extra little field goal off. That being said, I do see this score being about 31-24. Favorite <laughs> toward the Cowboys with that extra three points, it jumps up to about 27 for the Chargers. They still lose by like four points. Mm. Boys, fellas, I think the boys, man, uh, they got weapons, man. And, and the way they looked against the Bucks, I'm impressed. Um, the Chargers I, I, barely squeaked by against the football team with an injured quarterback. No, I got the boys. I mean, just one thing, is, is Zeke going to run the football this week, man? He might not, but he don't need to with them weapons. You no, know, he needs to because they pay him all that money. That man got is that money, but he don't that, that he man. don't he don't need to, man. When you got when you got CD Lamb, you got Amari Cooper, okay? And, and, okay. and you got uh what's the other receiver, man? Um, he's hurt. He's hurt, okay. But you got those two guys, and you got another third receiver that was productive that came in after him and played a decent game as well. Um I think the boys, man, I think they just got too many weapons. I'm not really that got, and, they, and they got uh, Darwin at tight end too, right? That uh, big, big, uh, big guy. Uh, Schultz. Darwin. Yeah, Schultz. He had a pretty good game last week too. But I think you're underestimating the weapons that the Chargers have between Herbert, Eckler, Keenan yeah, Allen, so, uh, Mike, Williams. Mike Williams, and Jared Cook. I think you sleep on that. I know. Yeah. I know the weapons they got. I just know the weapons that the Cowboys weapons. got. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm who, who would you say boys, is so. this? Who would you say is? I think this comes down to to defense and and who's who you think will have the better offensive game quarterback wise. Who's who you think is going to have the better game, Herb or Beck? That's a hard ass question, but I got man. I mean, I, let's I, let's see. I think Dak. I think Herb because the Marcus Lawrence is out. He's done. You got to worry about a Bosa brother. You got to worry about a Bolsa brother, but I don't think Dak phased by no Bolsa brother. I think okay. Dak going to get – if he ain't phased by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he ain't going to be phased by um the Bolsa brother. Okay. He's not even the best Bolsa brother. The best Bolsa brothers in San Francisco. Dude. <laughs> right though, I ain't gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. He's all right, bro. He's all right. all right. He's all right. He's not gonna lie. Nick Bosa's better, bro. He's all right. Nick Bosa's better. Best Bosa. The best Bosa's in San Francisco. Joey's all right. So I got the boys, fellas. Yes. You must not have seen him waving that San Francisco flag sticking into the ground, all, all Matisse mowed up. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Bosa's serious, bro. He's serious. Uh, Titans at the Seahawks, man. Oh man! That's so the awesome. Titans. This is this. Is the, we got three diaper dandies. Well, no, the lines are hell. No, I ain't no diaper dandy. We got two. 
The Titan, <laughs> Titans at the Seahawks. Somebody got to win this game, fellas. Somebody got to lose. Do the Titans bounce back or what? I'm, I'm on the fence here, man. I'm on the fence. Because no it, it all depends on how, personally for me, it all depends on how the, the Titans game plan and how they come out and execute. Because I know who Seattle is. We've known who Seattle is for at least the last three to four years now. Titans, like, if you're going to be a Super Bowl contender, if you're going to have these monsters, you need to utilize them, like, for real. I'm on the, I'm, I'm seriously on the fence. Uh, I'm, I'll take the home team just because they're at home, but, I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I got Seattle, though. Yeah, it's an extremely difficult game because they, they balance out literally everything the other team does. They have a relatively good quarterback. They got some receivers. They can get the job done. Defense is relatively middle of the pack or, you know, better than average. With Jamal uh, Adams over there, it's kind of tough to see all the wide receivers on the Titans getting off, especially after the game they had last week against the Cardinals. So, um, yeah. Since they it's are good. in Seattle, that the you know the twelfth man is going to help them out. Get that it's done. Just it's hard seeing Tennessee going zero and two, man. She, right with all the weapons that they got going zero and two, really. Dude, like I, I feel it. I think that's going to be the that story hurts. that we see on Monday. All the moves they made, everyone saying they're they're hey. going to be playoff contenders. That's going to be the story you guys see on. Hey, Monday. but it, but it, but it's cool though because the Colts going to be zero and two as well. So it's like they're, they're still good. They're still good. Just a rough start. So if the Colts are 0 2, the Jags are 0 2. And the Texans, I mean, we all know how that's going to end. So it's like. If it helps, the Ravens will be 0 2. Yeah, see? Right. Right. I mean, they'll have some company. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Be like, all right, Tennessee, it's all right, it's, man. It's, Look, the Ravens are 0 2. It's you're gonna, gonna have people trying to, trying to trying to trying to trying to compare themselves apples to oranges. Oh, you own two too. We're on yep. two, and it's, so and it's gonna, not necessarily the same thing. No, it, you're gonna have a segment of pretender or contender going on. That's what's gonna happen. Right. So are y'all saying that Mike Vrabel in the locker room after Sunday, you know, encouraging them like, "Hey, the Ravens own two. Yeah, the Colts own two. The Jags own two. We good. Yeah, he's not, he not, he not going to say the Jags, though. He's not going to say the Jags. <laughs> he's not going to say the Jags. Dang, man. Yeah, uh, this this is a tight one, man. Um, damn, I'm going to go with Tennessee, y'all. And the reason why I'm going to go with Tennessee is um, I think uh, somehow, someway, um, they, they are the team. We, I just feel like they can't lose this game. That's They can't. They go on if, too. It's just gonna be crazy. The, the only way they they going one and one, they need to feed number twenty two. They, they, they gotta, to and this is the thing. They got all these weapons, man. You gotta find a way to use them, and so you, you gotta, gotta find a way to let Derrick Henry just go crazy, man, and and, and use Julio and AJ Brown, two grown. You gotta get that receiver. You, you gotta get Derrick Henry going. Man. You gotta get him going. Set up the play action. That's the best. That's the best version of Ryan Tannehill you're gonna see, and that's the best, more efficient wide receivers you're gonna you're gonna see. 
you got to set up the play action. You just have to. Yeah, these are grown men. You are right, Jamari. Somebody know they football. You got to set up the play action because you got Derrick Henry. You got to set up that play action, man. And so uh, we'll see what happened with this one. I'm on the fence just like, yeah, I'm going to go at Tennessee uh, just because, I, you know, think that they are the better team. I do. I think they're better than the Seahawks, at least on paper. But we're going to see if this team can gel in real life because they good on paper. All right. Chiefs at the Ravens. Kansas City at the Ravens. We know who uh, Lamar Jackson's kryptonite is. Damn Chiefs. So um, who you got, fellas, on this one? Hey, man, we, we were just talking about the, the 0-2 club. <laughs> Look, Brandon, we – we, we know the protocol here with, with the Chiefs, and then it's still right. in effect. It's, it's still, still in effect. effect. I'm with you, bro. So our protocol um, our protocol here outside of last week in which um, I was wrong because I picked the Browns to win the game. Um, outside of that, I don't pick against the Chiefs, bro, against nobody. I just thought that the Browns would catch them sleeping because they had just played them in the division around. But uh, the protocol is here is we don't, we don't pick against the Chiefs. So uh, we got the Chiefs, bro. Who you got, Jay? This is an easy one. Mahomes doesn't lose in September. That's statistical fact. What's, not, what's that statistic? Mm, undefeated not in September. Lose. Undefeated. <laughs> September. Mm. All right. Yeah. We, uh, we keep an eye on this one. It's a Sunday night, so we have no choice, right? And so uh, Ravens, uh, we'll see what they do, man. But they look abysmal, y'all. Like, just a quick second, like – Nobody was blocking for this man, Lamar Jackson. It was unbelievable. But it was just like we seen what happened with their running back situation. And it was just crazy, Jamar, to see it right in fruition, right in your face, and be like, damn, they missing they running backs. Like, and it's just crazy to see how they was injured. And then you go right to the game and you see that they need him. I mean, like, it's like. But the thing is, like, they were still, in, like, Watching that game, the Ravens still look like the the more superior team. Exactly. They they look like they was going to win that game, and then I don't know. They I guess Lamar they had Lamar doing too much, started fumbling, fumbling the ball and stuff. And mm-hmm. the Raiders, you know, they they tried to give the game away themselves, but they got it done, man. Ravens, I mean, they're they're no pushover, and I feel like the running backs they have, they can plug in and still be effective, but it's like. I'm more so worried about the secondary, man. Like, Derek Carr threw 435 yards. Mm-hmm. If Derek Carr can do that, which, I mean, what Mahomes going to do? What Tyreek Hill going to do? What Travis Kelsey and McCole Hardman and Demarcus Robinson? <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. CEH. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, man, definitely. Um, yeah, we'll see. Definitely. Uh, the Lions at Packers, fellas, who you got? Because um, I've, I've, I'm de- – like, Deshaun, you were just talking about, like, picking a crazy game. The way, goddammit, Aaron Rodgers looked last week, the way he looked, oh. I'm going to be surprised if somebody, goddammit, picked the damn Lions just because of how the chemistry, how bad that chemistry looked with Green Bay last week. Was it just the New Orleans Saints defense, or was it chemistry or – was it Aaron Rodgers not just being interested? What was it? Like, these are questions for real. And so, who you got? I think this is a tougher pick than what y'all think, fellas. I mean, 
Look, the guy, dude, Aaron, I, I was stunned because, I mean, Aaron Rodgers started to look like Nicolas Cage playing Aaron Rodgers in a Tom Brady movie. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers started to look like a person who still Cadillac converters. Aaron Rodgers looked like, <laughs> dude, all these memes, man. Aaron, they say Aaron Rodgers was like, like uh, hanging out with his son a week after he got divorced. Like, dude. <laughs> like, bro, I, like, if I, I know, I know he didn't like, you know, give up. But it looked like he he just, you know, collecting checks and just, like, chilling out. That's what it looks like. But I know deep down that's not what it is. Then again, maybe it is. I don't know. But, dude, it is hard for me to – if, if I'm going to sit here and say the Lions going to win this game, I, I I cannot spill the words to say that with meaning. Jeez. I don't know what Pakistan going to show up. But I would imagine Devontae Adams going to come out and have a monster imagine, game. Imagine, right? You would imagine, right? Being at home, you would imagine. After, after getting embarrassed? Right. To be at home against the Lions? The same Lions team that got Deboed by Debo Samuel? You think Devontae Adams ain't about to come out there and just make easy work in them dudes? Right. I tell I, y'all what, fellas. If the Packers lose this game against Detroit, come <laughs> Tuesday morning... <laughs> Come Tuesday morning, oh my goodness, it's gonna be lit in the sports world. It's gonna be, it's gonna be up. It's gonna be turned up. Every sports media, every sports show, everybody. What's, what's the Lamar and his uh, Jay Goods with sports? Everybody just gonna be like, "What the hell is going on?" If they oh. lose this game against the Lions, spread is eleven. Rodgers said everything but relax to everybody. No. That's not. That's sad. I I, I can't see it either. No. Right. I have no choice but to pick the Packers because of the history here. But if they were to lose, boy. Do Aaron Rodgers wouldn't care (laughs) if they were lost? He just there until the end of the year. (laughs) He don't care. (laughs) If if he loses, though, Jamar, you know good and well the sports media, the sports world just going to go crazy. That's that's the only reason why it's not going to happen. Because of all this, him being off, not showing up to training camp and wanting to trade. And if he loses, right. they're going to put him on a skewer. He's not about to let that happen. It'd be a more upscale version of James Harden when he came into training camp out of training camp out of shape last year to force his way out. It'd be a more upscale because it's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> right, right, right. He's he not going to do it, bro. He, especially after all that. They waiting for him to do something wrong. He's not about to let that happen. Maybe, maybe. All right, and, uh, morning, G. Uh, he said, Packers for sure. Aaron is not going to allow two successful losses, no matter how bad he looked in the previous game. True. All right. Let's see, fellas. I hope y'all are right, because if not, it's going to be burned up. He'll be pretty much just giving Gutenkunst kind of reasoning or rationale to have been acting or saying all that dumb stuff. Well, at least that's what the media is going to be like. Right. No, maybe Gutenkunst was right. That's right. that'll be the narrative at that point, and I don't think Aaron wants that. And it's very interesting. Pillar Price said that's a sleeper game. Detroit had 33 points last week, and so it's a very, very serious sleeper game. Um, this will be a big outing for Jared Goff if he would have won this game. They had 33 points last week. Can they get a few touchdowns in the end zone? And I'll say this much: Green Bay up there. If if that running back tandem between Jamal Williams and uh, DeAndre Swift, you know, control the clock and make big plays like Kamara did last week against the Packers, I mean, this game can get interesting. 
I'll say that much. I'm, I'm looking at a this lot one. of those. That 33 though was them just kind of taking a foot off the gas. San Francisco, they exactly stomp, stomp the pedal and they just kind of let it coast. And then got an onside kick and converted two point converted. It, it was crazy. These are our week two picks, uh, world. Uh, it's very interesting to see what happens with a lot of those games. There's a lot of good games this week. So, all right, fellas. Um, let's go ahead and let's uh, give some quick analysis. Uh, y'all can stay tuned with us, y'all. We're about to talk a little bit of football. I mean, a little bit of baseball, not football. We talk a lot of football, a lot of basketball, all these other sports, but we got to talk some baseball because it is now close to being October, Okay. And so, just quickly, guys, can you guys give us one quick team in baseball? This is on record for you guys, by the way. We'll keep mental notes here. That as of right now, look like they can come out of the National League and out of the American League. So, Jamar, let's begin with you, bro. Uh, this is this is for the record, huh? Yes, sir. I mean, it don't necessarily mean much. It's just on the record. And so. Oh, okay. We'll clip this as long as you clip that Matthew Stafford bit this okay. this morning. Jamar, don't you dare clip that. We've been talking about Matthew Stafford for a long time. You better clip it's, something else this week when you um it's gold though. It was gold. Okay, I'll find something else, but I'll keep it for for you know no man, minutes. do it. You can do that, Matthew Stafford, but we are on record for baseball too, because we gotta show some other sports some love. <sighs> it's like it, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt here because my, my, my heart, you know, where my heart lies. My brain, saying, my, my brain saying something different from my heart. Look, I mean, Tampa might be that team, man. Tampa. Tampa mm-hmm. might be that team. I, 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 I really want to say, obvious. you know, the obvious team tomorrow. I want to say my socks, man. I do. I do. I really do. I'm, I'm going to come back to the mm-hmm. NL. Uh, NL, I'm going to go ahead and pick the – I'm going to pick the Dodgers. I'm going to pick the Dodgers, too, over the Giants because I feel like a lot of people are really betting on the Giants, y'all. But here's the difference between the Giants and the Dodgers. The Dodgers have that championship experience. And that, I think, counts when it comes to the playoffs in any sport. When you got that championship experience, yeah, that team can have a better record, right, Jamar? But when it comes down to that nitty-gritty and those final moments in that championship game or that championship series, the champions usually have that experience to get past that other squad. And so for that reason, I got the Dodgers over the Giants, even though the Giants got the best record in uh, baseball. Facts. And not to mention that the Dodgers has the best point differential of 242. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. But it's crazy to believe, fellas, that um, one of these teams, whoever finished second place in their division, they won't win a division and they'll have to play in a wild card game, which would be dangerous as hell. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What we got, like, two weeks left in the season? Two weeks left in the season. And grown men, grown men, Javon, will be going um, to a Sox game on October 2nd. If you're interested, bro, let us know. Um, 
And, you know, this would be right before the playoffs. Like, I think the day after the season ends and then the playoffs begin, like, the next day or something like that. So, um, they are playing Detroit Tigers. So, Saturday. So, yeah. Yep. Down for so, yeah. For um, my L, I think it'll it'll come down between two teams. I'll give you the two teams out on both sides. I think it'll come down to for the L. I think it'd be White Sox and Strolls, to be honest. Strolls <laughs> have a uh, that extreme championship experience. A little bit salty, pissed with all this uh trash can stuff going off. Mm-hmm. So they'll 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 have a little bit of extra little fuel. They have a, a relatively decent pitching staff, but uh. Remember Valdez and those guys over there. So it's mm-hmm. relatively decent. You know, they got a couple of guys coming out as closers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's so, the strokes. So basically, mm-hmm. so basically what you're saying is whoever win that series is more than likely those two matching up in the first round. Pretty much. Whoever wins, whoever wins that particular series, which I think will be it's tough. I'm hoping my guy. I'm biased. Hey, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm biased. I'm a big bias. I'm, I'm hoping okay. my bats with you no know, with Luis being back, Eloy being back, you know, all those guys being back, they'll have a bit of that Washington Nationals championship experience or or kind of a run from 2019, where it was like it's not a super known team or this team is not full of super loaded with all the stars, but they're able to get it done because these guys have hot bets right now. And they'll have right. and they at, least at the one right or two time. Pitchers. Right. Exactly. Right, right. And they'll right, have right. that one or two pitchers in in, in uh Lucas and then uh Cease as well to kind of you know kind of hold it down because rotation is shorter during those playoffs runs. Rotation mm-hmm. is not as long. That being right. said, I think White Sox should be able to come out on that side. Now for the National League It'll be coming down between, I would say, two teams as well. Of course, I'm leaning towards the Giants and the Dodgers, but we need to, like you said, remember one thing. Who who has the championship experience and, and win from last year? The Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah. And the year before that, the team I just mentioned, the Washington Nationals, right? Mm-hmm. Two of those players now play for the Dodgers. Trey Turner, mm. batting number one, batting first. Mm. Max Scherzer, ace. Yeah. He's actually the person that won that game seven, six, three against the Strokes. Yes. Remember that. I remember that. Yes, sir. So with that Stepped being said, you got Kershaw. You got Scherzer. Walker Bueller. Julio Urias. That's pretty tough to go up against. And they already have run differential because they have Mookie Betts. <laughs> Max Muncy. And that guy's won everywhere he went. And so, yeah. So it's, it, it's, it's kind of tough. Yeah. To not envision the Dodgers being back in that same spot that they were in last year when they've actually already just gotten better than what they were last year. Exactly. So, yeah. And so with that being said, yes, fellas, I appreciate your analysis on the MLB front. And so with that being said, fellas, uh, as we end our podcast every weekend, uh, Jay, we always like to give our guests an opportunity for any final thoughts or shout outs. And so, uh, I just want to say that FYI quickly as well, we will have more to come from the WNBA, uh, everybody, as the WNBA playoffs begin next weekend, next Friday, in fact. And so keep an eye on the WNBA playoffs in the Chicago sky, who I'm, whom I'm a fan of. And so uh, now, uh, as we end this podcast, bro, uh, any final thoughts or shout outs? So, Jay, 
You got any wisdom, any final thoughts, shout outs, anything you can give us as we head into the weekend? Absolutely. I want to thank you guys for having me on. First and foremost, appreciate it, bro. You guys. Thank you for joining us. That. Yes, sir. Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely man. I also want to um, shout out Sue Bird. I'm glad you mentioned WNBA. Shout out Sue Bird. Have you guys been seeing the clips of her getting crossed over? Yeah, I saw Erica. <laughs> I heard. I ain't seen it yet. Drop. Now, a lot of people are saying her feet, they hit, they hit each other, but that's that's the mechanics of a guy crossing you over. You can't move your feet appropriately. They're sliding toward each other. If you watch that, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, she tripped. Shout out to Sue Bird. Shout out to Sue Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Jamar, any final thoughts or shout outs, bro, as we head into the weekend? Hey, man, you know, I think the weather is still good for this weekend. Enjoy it, because I think it's about to start trembling cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping not a little longer. I mean, we're summer babies, so I'm hoping for a little longer. But nevertheless, you know, enjoy it. You know, be safe about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, my final thought is uh, if you're on the video, if you've tuned in, hit that like button. Uh, thank you all for tuning in with us. Um, WNBA playoffs is coming up. Uh, MLB playoffs is coming up. The Sox are almost close to clinching that um, division. Um, and then we got the NFL in full season in effect, in which uh, we got a lot going on between this Justin Fields and Andy Dalton debate. And so enjoy the football games this weekend, including uh, some great college football this weekend. Uh, be safe. Enjoy this weather. And remember, be smart, man. If you can wear your mask, wear your mask. Because uh, that thing is still out there. And so uh, be careful because the Delta variant is very, very real. And so with that being said, we appreciate you all tuning in with us. We appreciate the love and support. Peace. God bless. And thank you for tuning in to the One of Sports Talk Podcast. Peace. Peace out. Thank you, my brother. <laughs>